Hey guys, welcome to episode 15 of the Middle Class Musician Podcast. Um, my name is Andrew, and this is the first of what will be many uh, Chit Chat Mondays. So the Middle Class Musician brand is co-owned by myself and by my friend Bryce Kane. And uh, we were talking the other day about different things we wanted to start doing or adding or whatnot. And um, we decided it would be cool to have a consistent check-in with both of us where we just sit down for, for you know, 10 to 30 minutes and uh, talk about what we're up to. Because uh, we're both full-time musicians trying to make it, uh, I hate that term, trying to do music uh, as best as we can. So we thought it would be cool to kind of be case studies um, if we're honest and transparent with what we're actually going through. You guys can see the highs and lows and and learn from both. Um, and you, maybe some episodes it'll be inspiring and other episodes it'll be depressing. But uh, whatever it is, uh, the goal is to kind of just give kind of these sub journey underneath uh, the interview podcast that we put out. So uh, this is the first one of those. We sat down the other day and um, I imagine it'll probably be bi-weekly. Um, and ideally, if we if we get enough interviews lined up and everything, we would have an interview coming out every other Wednesday. And then the in-between weeks on Mondays, we would have Chit Chat Monday. Uh, Chit Chat Monday. Just, uh, it's a name. Um, so, all right. So that's it. The, that's the intro. It'll dive right into the interview because I tried to give one of these on the spot and it just sucked. So this was this one, despite what you might be thinking right now, is a better introduction than what I did before. So enjoy Chit Chat Monday. Chit Chat. Yeah, um, tell them what you are. So, <laughs> hi everyone. My name is Bryce Kane. Um, Andrew and I have been longtime friends, and um, we were just hanging out one night at a local restaurant we both love and talking about business ideas. And I remember him bringing up this idea, and um, and it just fired me up right away. And so it was cool watching him get started. And then uh, 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 six months to a year, somewhere in there, he brought me in to to just um, just to help, and, and that's where we are now. Um, yeah, we're just. I'm jumping in to figure out kind of where I fit and trying to help with uh, getting people onto the show and dreaming up different ideas for for branding and maybe potentially someday there's talk of doing seminars and things like that. There's talk, yeah. There's talk of it. Other people are talking about it. It's We're actually just, just us. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just there's so much cool vision and um, I'm just fired up about this whole idea. And so, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a co-owner and middle-class musician and I'm really excited about it. And um, yeah, I'm so I'm... I live in Nashville. I've lived here five years. I, uh, I'm a multi-instrumentalist, writer, uh, producer type. Um, I also teach guitar lessons. Um, when I originally moved to Nashville, all I really knew that existed was um, artistry. I just, there was this, there was this big, pic- big picture of, um, you know, the artist. And then everything else was kind of uh, just unknown to me. I, I didn't see the rest of it. Much like, um, much like, Many people who aren't listening to the podcast, this yeah. podcast, All the probably are in the same. Yeah, listen. come on. Yeah. 
Um, so, so yeah, then I moved to Nashville and started realizing, wait, no, there's this thing called collaborative writing where I can help someone write a song for their record. And then there's the producing side and then there's, uh, playing music, playing your instrument for other people as a freelancer. And there's just so many ways to, Mm -hmm. to make a living with music. And it's, uh, it's been really cool to figure out in Nashville and in the, the whole music arena where I fit and what, what my skill sets uh, lend themselves to so so yeah it's kind of a thing where i wear i wear a few different hats and yeah i'm just trying to do my best to to keep all everything all the working hats on. all the hats on yeah. at the same it's hard to time. wear multiple hats yeah. but people do it you know sometimes one hat fits a little bit better too mm-hmm. and or sometimes you grow into one hat and so sometimes a hat falls on the ground yeah gosh you don't really pick it up you just litter yeah you just litter the hat yeah um, the the theoretical hat here, just so everyone's following, is felt, so it's biodegradable. Is is a potential um, something you're working on? Like for example, I said I, I produce, I teach, I write right. songs. Those are each I, hats. Those are each hats. Yeah. And, Remember, um, the dummies aren't listening. We established that, so they were they were tracking. <laughs> All right, y'all are smart. You're yeah. good. You're good. Yeah. So so yeah, that's me. Um, graduate of Belmont University, 2014, and really grateful for that. I minored in entrepreneurship, um, and I uh, knew that. It was awesome, man. It was such a such a cool minor. I wrote in the process of these the two years, my last two years that I was taking those classes, I wrote like three or four different like fifty page business plans. And oh, okay. It was yeah, intense. It was super intense, and um, one of them I, I got really close to actually launching, and it was one of those hats that actually fell on the ground, you know, mm. and I just didn't pick it's it still up. Still sitting there. It's back there somewhere, yeah. and um, but yeah, I still got the business plan and everything. So it's just fun playing playing the game, and if man, the way I see it, if if I can pay my rent and keep myself alive, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at least for now, yeah, um, I I can go do whatever I want. Sure, you know, and I can experiment and I can fail at things and learn things and grow and get better at things. And man, I just I love that freedom that comes with that. I think a lot of kids grow up without without growing into that. They they yeah. skip that phase. You know, they, they jump go right from, into the full time. Yeah, they go from kid to working fifty hours a week making. Maybe seventy or eighty grand a year, yeah. or maybe less, maybe more. But, but they don't get to experience like what would I do if I wasn't worried about money, or right. at least not that much. Yeah, you know. So, so that's the coolest thing about. I worry about money all the time. Yeah, so who nice. am I kidding? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but to the extent of letting it rule my life. Yeah, no. So, so yeah, I think we're really lucky to live in a city like Nashville, and and that's kind of what this podcast is aimed at. You know, it's all about people who are doing what they love, um, and and finding ways to. To pay their bills while they do it. Right. So, yeah. So my, my name's Bryce. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you guys. Yeah. For, uh, well, hopefully you're, you're being welcoming, but either way. We won't really know. It's great to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say during that? Uh, I don't know. Something about hats. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying? What was the last Well, I talked about the business plan and how I had this one company that actually entered into a contest at Belmont. Right contest that might competition at belmont and made it through a few rounds um and almost got like a good amount of funding yeah that would be for it from this company but uh that didn't happen but i was it was still a really encouraging experience anyways i dropped that hat yeah yeah just because other things picked up you know right Um, it's been great what's your you said that was your minor right what was your major was music business my major was songwriting songwriting okay so that's what i thought the subjective subject of songwriting yeah that was fascinating Did you, yeah, talk about that in the sense of, I'm pretty sure at some point, or I've talked with a lot of guests when they went through something like Belmont, if they, like just how they felt overall about their major. Was it, you know, overall beneficial? Was it 
pros and cons, I guess. Totally. Um, first off, I loved it. I learned a ton. Um, I will say that there's something about hindsight. Mm, it's um, 2020. It's t- yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Um, so I look back at my four years as a songwriting major, and I can think of multiple things that I could have done to take better advantage of that degree and the opportunities that were allotted to me. But at the same time, it was it's just great how how great of a job they did um, just throwing me into the world of commercial songwriting. Mm. Uh, my songwriting class was almost a better uh, better educational tool for publishing than my publishing, publishing class, class was. Yeah, I learned so much about the role of an independent songwriter in terms of business. Um, yeah. And it was, it was awesome. And commercial, I've clarified this for mine too, but commercial songwriting means writing like modern songwriting correct it's not referring to writing for commercials it can um, but well, not can. exclusively if, yeah 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 so it's it's not yeah it's not commercials songwriting yeah by it's, commercial it yeah. means it's it's creating art and bringing it to com- commerce so if right. i say commercial songwriting i'm referring to any songwriting that um that is gonna go make money in the business world commercial song commerce yeah commerce, commerce. Show. 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 <laughs> yeah yes. um yeah it's a weird i don't know if have you heard that term in other places besides belmont commercial, commercial like commercial songwriting commercial guitar oh gosh no i didn't I until think, i came like, to belmont i don't think i although like like in berkeley and stuff i don't think they call it that that's why I they clarify. may they might I just never hear it. They may call else. it popular songwriting. Right. That's a almost synonymous term in 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 our world. Less but, confusing though for the, yeah, for the non dummies that aren't listening to podcasts. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Absolutely, everyone's tracking. Absolutely, we're well, all in this together. Everyone who's listening. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No. I mean, I remember being in high school and um going to my my uh, advisor who was supposed to help me pick a college mm. and being like, "Yeah, I write songs. I think I want to do that for a living." And they were dumbfounded. They yeah. had no idea. They're like, "Well, we know some schools with fantastic music programs." And they, of course, they like showed me some of these like schools with top like ten choral programs right. in the nation. Like Saint Olaf was sing. an amazing school, yeah. and like so like choir. And it's just it, there's something lost on the public schooling system in Omaha, Nebraska, where I'm from. Yeah, uh, where they just didn't get it. And you know, here I am in Nashville. No one probably knows what I'm up to. I don't really do a great job of keeping in touch. Oh, yes, they will now because of this podcast. But Someday. Um, But it's just one of those things where it's like they just didn't realize that that there's an entire workforce of people who are making a living from whichever which way they can, but then in all of their free time or work time, writing songs. Yeah. Um, And it's it's so cool to to have discovered that. I'm really happy about it. So Yeah, and that's kind of how I started the podcast initially when i did the intro episode mm-hmm. and that's the recurring mantra is is a, it's a space that not many people know exists absolutely which is why i think it's interesting and it's a space that's developing uh especially in light of you know the fluctuation that occurs in the music industry it's it's uh, i think the middle space is one of the the best places to be because you have the most power to kind of ebb and flow the, yeah. the the top of the top corporation wise and label wise is a little more stuck in their infrastructure because you have you know 100 people working under this label and blah 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 yeah you can't really pivot as well so that's why i think middle class is it's not so much like an it's not like a negative thing in that like oh they're making this middle class wage it's more of a an idea of these are the people that can pivot and keep moving and that i think is more inspiring absolutely um and more interesting Anyway, uh, so yeah, so that's these Chit Chat Mondays. We're going to try to have 
we we did the extended intro because mm-hmm. you guys gotta know who Bryce is. But basically, uh, our outline would be first talking about things we're both working on, uh, like projects. Yeah. Uh, he just we have water, and he just went to drink from my empty coffee mug instead. Yeah, that's worth well, saying. He tricked sure. me. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we'll talk about projects we're working on, uh, what's actually like paying the bills, whether mm-hmm. it be full mu- music stuff or weird music stuff or music stuff we're actually enjoying. Yep. Um, and then we'll talk about what's probably our biggest struggle right now when it's not money. And then we'll talk about what's working right now for mm-hmm. us, uh, whether it be a song we just wrote that we love or... yeah other things absolutely we thought it might be cool to have a something really consistent where you guys aren't just getting to hear from fantastic people once but getting to hear from us um on a weekly or every other week but on a consistent basis because andrew and i as well are in nashville right attempting to or successfully making a living yeah yeah um and with music yeah absolutely so and it's it it's it's a cool journey and it changes every week and right um so this is just a, a unique opportunity for you guys to actually like see the bigger picture yeah or the smaller the more pointed yeah that's right yeah, I, I guess a closer like a photo case study yeah if we are honest enough then we can be a case study for you guys to kind of just see when things work and when they don't there's mm-hmm. um a podcast by pat flynn in the entrepreneurial realm uh and that's kind of his whole shtick is that he is like a case study for people and he tries things and if it fails and everyone learns how not to do something and if it succeeds love it same thing so it'd be cool for this part of the podcast to be mm-hmm. that kind of a tool for people um so yeah let's do what you want to start with uh, a project or just yeah what are the the projects you're working on what do you what's your day-to-day this yeah. this month this week what so what kind of what's on my plate i um I'll divide it up into a couple different things. A couple different I, plates. Yeah. Uh, one thing is I, I kind of like to lump writing and producing together. Um, mm-hmm. For me, writing used to just be like an acoustic guitar, a few chords and a melody and some lyrics, and then I would record it on my phone. And I'm starting to get to a place where um, I really like to see it through to the end, to the finished product. And so I've been doing a lot of demoing for songs that I'll write. Um, and that's led to some cool um, just freelance production opportunities too. So. Um, it's I got to produce. There's a band called Bartley. You guys need to check out. It's B A R T L E E, and it's my buddy Zach Kennedy, and we are longtime writing partners and and friends. and And so he came to town. He lives in Houston right now. He came to town for like a week, and we we turned out his next single in that week. and um, And uh, he hasn't released it yet, but definitely want to go check out what he does have released and and uh, be on the lookout for that. But so that's that's been cool. Just getting to produce more. Um, and and even in on the rare occasion, uh, getting paid for it, <laughs> right? That's always nice. Yeah, and that's a, that's a, almost a whole other conversation. But it's cool how when you allow yourself to just practice and get better at something, uh, money does follow. It doesn't always happen right away, right? And but but when you're worth it, people pay for it. Um, whether Sometimes that's, when you're not, they do too. Absolutely, that's yeah. the dream. Absolutely. Sometimes they're just paying you to learn, right? Yeah. Oh man. Um, and so, so there's the writing producing thing. Then there's uh, guitar playing. I freelance guitar for a few artists. Um, I've gotten to play for a guy named Chris August and a few really awesome pop artists as well. Um, well, he's a pop artist, but a couple others and some country too. And right now I'm playing pretty consistently for a guy named Brandon Chase. Um, and we're trying to just level up, trying to figure out how to make his live show better. Yeah. And he was on The Voice, right? Yeah, he was on The how Voice. How far did he get? Um, I think he was top... 
Oh, man. You know what? I'm not even going to try. Yeah, man, um, don't. But I know that he went At pretty far. He was 60. on Team Blake, and he crushed it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so that that just seems to be a really helpful thing for him. So it's been cool to figure out what's next for that. I'm in the process of learning Ableton or at least how to run tracks in Logic yeah. or Ableton, one of the two. And yeah, yeah. So that'll be great. And then, um, and then also, one of the ways I pay my bills is teaching guitar lessons. I've got 14-ish um, just awesome students. And uh, so one thing I did recently was I booked a coffee shop, and we're going to host a little showcase of just acoustic right. performances uh, on uh, March 3rd, and that's mm. going to be awesome. Yeah, that is cool. And so uh, it's like a recital, but not at all. You're trying to make it feel oh, more industry like showcase, right? I'm doing my best. Yeah, for that. and it's yeah. not all your students, right? You said it's like you're picking, you know, ones that are ready for it. Some of my students uh, just are not ready. Yeah and, yeah, and they and it's cool because I'm able to look them in the eye and just be like, I promise you, I won't put you on stage right. until you're, you're ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't say that. But you know, that's oh, that's uh no, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, um, that's gonna be great and um. Just trying to do that well, too. So, yeah, it goes back to wearing multiple hats and trying to do multiple things well. So. Yeah, yeah. But what about you, man? That So those are kind of my, I'd say, my three things right now. Yeah. And those, have you been, like, what in the last week have you been doing the most of those three things? Um, writing. I wrote four great songs this week. Cool. And one of them, the artist uh, wants me wants to pay me to produce it and is talking about paying me to, for her next record. Nice. Which would be really that cool. That would be awesome. That would be your first That would be my record, first right? actual record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just to clarify for those who may not understand, the difference between demos and a record is... Um, Nothing. I, these days. Well, these yeah. days, they sometimes they sound about the same yeah. quality-wise, but um, the main difference is, is how it's used. Right. And so a record is getting released um, on either a private or independent label um and it's getting sold uh whereas a demo is just something that an artist uses uh maybe puts on soundcloud or just shows to business folks yeah for um, pitching for pitching kind of yeah yeah absolutely so. and so you're trying to up your demo because some demos can be just your your iphone you know totally you take you write the song and then you do your first take and that's your demo mm -hmm. and then you're trying to make your curates have a little bit more cojones by having like a produced track behind them absolutely and having a lot of that done by the time you finish the co-write yeah for our co-write yeah. yeah yeah when an artist leaves a co-write with with something better than just a voice memo right um there's just such a better chance that they're gonna actually put it on their record yeah sure. such such a better chance that they're going to show it to people and like it and, and just be like proud it faster yeah they'll see what the yeah. picture is yeah absolutely so that's it's definitely a good strength to have yeah but yeah man i mean what about you um so what what are your projects right now if you had to list two or three things that are on your plate yeah well right now it is classic winter it's been a very last winter was my first winter out of school and it was just just straight up poop yeah. uh but this winter has been better because I've like ad adopted a few more things. But uh, gig wise, uh, I've talked about it before. But a lot of my work in the busy seasons comes from doing freelance guitar work. So that kind of covers the bills usually, or at least mm -hmm. most of them. Um, but the the two main artists I play for have not been just doing much of anything since the end of the year since yeah. i guess december Absolutely. which is usual or it's it's a it's a thing that happens in the music industry and it kind of just depends on the phase and the mm -hmm. artist and everything so um you're gearing up right now though to hit the road with uh yeah tell them about lacy uh yeah so uh lacy cavalier is another is an, actually i met her on the voice um or almost on the voice in the voice process we both were uh like one day away from doing it and then you know 
the voice things happen. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they know. <laughs> no, well, I was going to try to say it without explaining, but basically it was five days of auditions for the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's like months of auditions. Yep. The last week where they do blinds, which is what people actually see on TV mm-hmm. is five days. And we were all, me and her were both going to be on day five. We call ourselves day fivers. And we didn't get to go because they filled up all the teams before. Yeah. So it was an awesome experience. They compensate you. It's fun. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. Uh, but uh, but in yeah. the road with her, though. Yeah. So she's hitting the road. Uh, <laughs> oh, shoot. Opening for someone. And uh, I'll remember later. Chase Rice. That's who. How did... Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Chase, <laughs> Chase Rice, uh, who, who I'm excited to open for. <laughs> feel sincere when I... Now that I know who it is, I'm very excited to open for him. Uh, but yeah, so she's doing uh, an opening. It's like a 20-minute set. There's two openers, so we're the first. And so me, my roommate, Kyle, uh, is going to be drumming. Uh, Chris Sancho is going to be playing some bass. And uh, it'll be fun. So we're doing that uh, uh, leading up to... Or it, we're coming up to that in April. That'll be mostly in April and beginning of May. So... All that to say, I will have gigs, which will be nice coming up. But right now, and for the last couple of months, it's been a uh, a lot of doing stuff from home, which involves there's a site which I haven't mentioned on here before, but a site called Fiverr mm-hmm. that does freelance work um, in pretty much anything. It's an interesting little conglomeration of just like uh, yeah, pretty low cheap work, cheap in in the sense yeah. of like not paying much. Um, I found it about two years ago but they they started out as a website that did like tasks for five dollars and that was their whole spiel like any task you get done for five dollars and then they kind of added you most of the time you wouldn't end up actually doing it for five dollars you would be like five dollars for like 30 seconds of singing and then mm-hmm. if they want a whole song it'd be more so uh it's now set up so you can charge more and it's just kind of like a freelancing hub um so they have a whole music gig section and i do a lot of work for people vocally the most some of it's guitar and then i've done some production for people <clears throat> and now i have like a gig that does like song analysis and coaching from someone who's you know doing that and um, is writing quote unquote professionally uh so i have that kind of stuff and that's been keeping me that's been my baseline like keep me afloat through the winter mm-hmm. um which has been nice but it's not it pulls in like just barely enough if that you know so it's 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 tight, but it's uh, it's still music. And the, the nicest thing is that it keeps me like singing and very aware of my voice. So you're mm-hmm. singing, you know, over and over again and critiquing yourself. And then you mm-hmm. get feedback almost immediately from people. So that's been good. And then the company I write for, for TV and film, uh, they also, I used to intern for them. So I do a lot of their like backline metadata stuff. Um, so I've been doing that throughout this winter, which is in, it's a music business but it's not like anything musical for the most part what i'm doing so it's not like the most fun thing but it is uh well one it's it's money and two i've kind of recently had realized that the more i put into it the more i actually enjoy which is a pretty i guess basic concept yeah but because it wasn't like my favorite activity i would kind of like dread it and then you end up doing it and like doing it kind of quicker and like you i did a good job on it but it wasn't like Nothing was above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And then once I kind of decided, like, what if I just get good at this, even though it's not my favorite thing, I started actually, you end it and you're like, well, it wasn't my favorite activity, but I am, like, proud of what I did. And I did it better than most people would do it. So I, uh, you end up 
kind of enjoying it more, which has been a nice lesson to learn yeah. and to counteract being lazy or just complacent. Um, but yeah, those have been the two main like money things. Um, but project wise, I guess um, I have al- I've also with that same company on the artist side, I recorded four songs with them in the last like two months that they're not released or anything, but we, they release them within their system, which gets sent out to a guy they have in LA that does like the independent films and major films, uh, pitching. And then it gets sent out to anybody who sends them briefs for advertising and all that kind of stuff. And then onto websites like music bed and that sort of thing as well. Um, so that all has the potential to make money. And those songs were very specifically written for certain ideas that they see come up a lot or requested a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, feels more hopeful that they could actually turn into some yeah. revenue. Um, Absolutely. So it's not not going to get me through the winter money wise, but it's could be, it could be anything from you know five hundred dollars for an indie film license to they've had people that make you know on a commercial forty grand. Uh, so it's like it could yeah it's it's nice to have floating out there because you could all of a sudden for work you've done a month or two ago you could all of a sudden get a big old paycheck. Absolutely. That makes you happy and not worry about money so much. Absolutely. Um, so that took a, that was a big part of the last two months, uh, project wise. And then I've got three EPs for myself that I'm trying to release this year for one's for a side project and two of them are for myself. So that's been like churning underneath the surface, but I haven't been able to throw a ton of man hours at it because of the whole making money thing. Absolutely. Uh, I'd love to comment though, on how cool it is that, um, like guys take note, like, this is what Nashville is all about. Like Andrew found a company that he loved. Sorted Noise is the name of the company he's yeah. been talking about, and and found a way just to to help there. He was an intern mm. doing whatever they needed. Data entry. And this is a guy who's a great songwriter, um, an artist, great voice, and he's doing data entry. Right, right. You know, I'm talking about Andrew here. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what happened over time is he just stuck it out, needed to make money, and so he did. Um, and they paid him to do that, and that was awesome. And over time, they began to see him in the light that that he wanted them to, and that right. he is. And and now, you it's know, it's a classic kind of interning story. I absolutely, guess. absolutely. And so now they brought him into the studio early this year and recorded these two songs specifically for them to pitch. That's what this company does; right, is they right. pitch songs for big placements. So it's just it's cool. I mean, in terms of what's working, um, it, it sometimes sometimes we make money at the thing that's maybe not what we want to be making money at yet. Um, that's okay but the whole point is that that frees us up yeah to do the thing we do want to make money at and so and just, i have an email now andrew at sort of com. So absolutely yeah tell them about can you tell them about the email you just got from your boss um you the one you told me about um maybe not i don't know if i can i don't know what they're probably i'll wait if it becomes something i'll give the whole story but i don't yeah 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 essentially just it the point is that he andrew's at a company now where where they pay for him to record songs and then they do the work to pitch the songs right it's out of my you hands know? after that and you're so not cool for getting a yeah. master product it's awesome um yeah so it's been cool it's definitely and and i kind of also in that same light the the stuff i'm doing you know for money now i also see as interning continued like i think anyone at any stage should be okay with seeing something they're doing as like a form of interning. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm doing a task for a company that in 30 years that wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be the music coordinator as they call it. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I'm getting to see all the insides of the company. And I'm also as a writer, I'm seeing 
like all the brief, almost you know, a ton of the briefs that come through of them of people saying this is what we want for this film, blah blah blah. Awesome. And so I'm getting compared to any of your other writers, I'm getting a very inside track. Um, and so sometimes that means that you do a, something that isn't necessarily your thing, but uh, it's fine to be doing that you know, mm-hmm. for a time and to see it as a, a chance to learn. So that's Absolutely. what I'm trying to do. And Absolutely. the only other his project thing, podcast-related, or not music, but podcast, is the, is helping out a guy who does a podcast called Ask Science Mike. Oh, absolutely. Um, and he's he's someone that I've – he does a podcast on – it's it's kind of on anything, but it's it stems from uh, ideas of, like, combining faith and science, especially for kind of the way that American culture has, has struggled with that in, in Christendom. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's very interesting. And if you have ever, if you grew up going to church or anything like that, and you have never fully reconciled what you learned there with what life actually taught you, it's a it's a great podcast to check out. Um, and I've listened to it for a long time. And I just reached another li- like kind of thing where you just uh, offer your help. Uh, it was one of those things where I just cared about what he was doing and believed in his vision. So I just reached out and said, hey. I'd love to help out in any way I can uh, just to alleviate. I'm sure you, you have a ton of things to do as you've, the podcast has gotten way more popular for him. Mm-hmm. So I just said, I'll help any way I can. I just would love to be a, like an assistant. So I do some of the pre-production for that show, um, which is just another cool thing that's not music at all, but it's uh, it's just it's something that's high quality that I enjoy. So I why wouldn't I it's passion. enjoy doing it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, uh, which is refreshing as well, I think. Um, and it informs it's someone who's doing a podcast that's much more successful and it's just another person to to see like how he does it and mm-hmm. how it's working and how the audience responds. So yeah, it's very, it's, yeah. So that's, uh, those are my projects. And I guess I touched on a little bit what's actually paying the bills. Yeah. Why don't you jump on that and then I'll see if there's anything else that I need to say with that. Yeah. And so in terms of like what's working, what's not working, what pays bills, what doesn't, um, you know, for me, it's it's one of those things where songwriting um, is a massive passion. Right. But it has been the least financially uh, rewarding thing that I've done since I've moved to Nashville. Right. You know, it's 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 I'm kind of in it for the long haul. Um, whereas uh, teaching and playing guitar and and now the new thing is producing um, have all um, and and teaching especially has been very stable. Uh, playing guitar has been wonderful when it happens but it's you know freelance musicianship is kind of like when it rains it pours kind of one of those things and mm-hmm. when it doesn't rain it doesn't rain yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so yeah teaching playing uh, and producing have been awesome so I, i'd say out of the things i mentioned i i don't want to say nothing's not working but um i know that there'll come a point where something just demands more attention because sure. there's money attached to it you can um, justify throwing more time at it absolutely and time is a finite resource you know mm-hmm. and so it, it cer- certain things will will have to stop working sure when other things do um and then we die so <laughs> we die. Yeah. and a few things happen in between right, right. but yeah absolutely yeah. um so, um yeah one thing i will say that doesn't work as much anymore is i used to just write with anybody sure. anytime um, and it, you that. get to a point where you have to be a little more picky. Yeah. Uh, I try not to get together with people to write without a, uh, at least a mini business plan. If mm-hmm. they're an artist, my goal is to write a song for them to cut. If they're at a publishing company, you know, I try to get any sort of pitch info I can before we get together to write, you know, just intention. Yeah. Um, so, so writing to write just doesn't really work anymore, but yeah. 
But um, strategically writing, it's a ton of fun. I yeah. love it. And that was kind of, you could see what you did do when you were just writing with anyone that's basically interning to be a writer. And sure. You know, you're, you're, it's another time where you're not going to get rewards on every moment of it, but you're learning. You're growing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can do it. You're getting intention. your writing chops. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely. Um, so what, like, uh, so basically, yeah, you said teaching and then uh, playing for people and then producing has started to filter in some income, but the yeah. main income, the bulk of it right now is teaching and playing for people. Guitar. Yeah, teaching and playing have gone back and forth. I've had some months where where playing is the main yeah. income and some months where, where teaching is. But, but um, the teaching is a steady thing, which is exactly, nice. It allows yeah. you to not stress about the other things as much. Probably. Absolutely. I can count on X amount of dollars from yeah, teaching. Yeah. I recently, last March, I, um, I moved into my own studio and started right. teaching out of my own place uh, exclusively. And so um, that was a you know definitely a rewarding experience as yeah. opposed to teaching out of a uh, uh, out of a a rented building yeah. under, under a, another company and you don't make as much no you don't have yeah so much freedom scheduling and everything absolutely so sure. it's fun being your own boss man yeah um, totally so uh, yeah and I said yeah like I said the winter right now uh, on, in good months like the summer ideally most of my income comes from playing for people but yeah the last since December. My income has been coming from that Fiverr stuff mm -hmm. and then from sort of noise doing their, all their backline stuff. Um, and that's pretty much been, you know, all the money that's been coming in. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Do they know about Seth? Because you were really busy playing uh, guitar for Yeah, that. well then that, I came in at the tail end of like the busy season for that. Gotcha. Uh, and that was, yeah, so uh, a guy named Seth Alley yeah. played for him uh, for a few shows right before we hit kind of the slump of, of yeah. winter. But uh, he was uh, with Big Machine at the time and, and doing uh, stuff with that. So it was a cool it was a cool inside look because my artist stuff is much more on the indie side. So it's cool playing playing in like the big leagues mm -hmm. just on a small scale and getting to see the ins and outs and Absolutely. The, the influence that they have at their fingertips. Which is great. It's Andrew cool. and I actually met playing for a Big Machine artist. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, and that was a blast. That was. That Absolutely. was an, another internship. That was an excellent. That, yeah, that was actually, uh, it was through Belmont. Yeah. That was a really unique experience. Belmont internship they've ever done. Yeah, it was called the Players Internship. And um, it was one of those things where they hired um, some Belmont students as musicians. Um, and they paid us too when they could. Um, yeah. But it was one of those things where we were just doing it for the experience for the most part. And it was super helpful. It was a great me. experience. Yeah. 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 I love that. Man, well, what else do we have? Anything else uh, to talk about today? I mean, I, yeah, we'll wrap it up soon. I would say just hit anything that's uh, like our biggest struggle for the week. Yeah, and then what's working or just something we're happy about, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, let's keep it, uh, keep it brief. I'll say biggest struggle. Um, most of what I've talked about so far is business related, but even on a personal level, yeah. I think there is a cost with moving. Um, to a city like Nashville when you were raised in a city like Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, less corn. Uh, less corn. Dietary. It's the biggest cost. Uh, yeah, um, consequences. No, but I mean, just missing family, man. Mm. You know, it's tough because it's so wonderful that I get to pursue something I love as a career. Uh, and I wouldn't be able to do that where I'm from. Yeah. But when you got like three siblings and six nephews and nieces yeah. and two and, awesome parents, and they're all together in one area. Everyone's there but me. Yeah, yeah. So it's so that's been just a tough thing this week that's been weighing on me. Sure. Yeah, and you know, and that I feel like I can tie that into what we're talking about, just because I mean, 
when you move from a comfortable city like that to a fast-paced, exciting city that that lets you chase your dreams, yeah, like, um, that's something to think about. Like if there's a, if any of our listeners are listening from from uh, their original hometown and they're thinking about making the move, like yeah, I'm not gonna say be discouraged because of that, but but don't take that for granted. You can weigh it because that can become yeah. you can move to Nashville and then your dream is you realize the dream of being around your family might be more important than your dream of yeah whatever well yeah and also just timing is huge i think yeah. a lot of people move to uh national maybe even too early where they could do so much work and make some waves back home first yeah sure know? but i don't know to each their own man but that's yeah. just me what i'm dealing with this week definitely so, yeah that makes a lot of sense i've my family's from new hampshire originally so i've been the uh, the guy far away for a while my older brother just moved to right outside knoxville which is nice so now i've got uh mm-hmm. now the most of my immediate family, the most of us are actually in Tennessee, so I'm winning because mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely a competition. <laughs> That's great. And uh, everything. Yeah. Is a now we just have to get my parents to move <laughs> south. Oh man, I bet I you guys can. can do it. That's the plan. Well, my brother's having a baby, so Oof. I'm gonna have my first nephew and. Uh, that's going to be hard for my parents, I think, being in New Hampshire. Oh, They'll yeah. probably listen to this, so it's going to be hard for you guys. Sorry. It's going to be so hard for you guys. And it's Come my on. fault. I moved here first, and Steve, uh, well, he probably wouldn't have moved it's otherwise. Not, it's not your fault. You it's didn't have fault. the baby. I'm winning, and it's all my fault okay. in the best of ways. <laughs> uh, I didn't involve get involved in the baby process. Yeah, that's good. My, family's just, <laughs> my family just doesn't do that um, to each their own, though, of course. Uh, oh, my gosh. See, biggest struggle for me... Right now, because of the slowness, it's been just money. It's been a yeah. It's been a, a you know slow season, and I've just been scraping the bottom of the barrel, uh, quite literally. Not quite literally at all. No, doesn't make any sense. Well, <laughs> I don't actually keep my money in a barrel. Yeah, quite figuratively. Like, yeah, very much to the T, but still, yeah, not yeah. actually a literal barrel. Uh, but um, yeah, so it's just been. It's been. Fortunately, I have. I, we were talking about this last night at drinks. I don't. I think you had left, but I might just have. talking about how I'm very fortunate, and so are a lot of my friends that we came from families that have have money, and we don't have to like actually taste scraping the bottom of the barrel. Where it's like, if this barrel is empty, I'm going to be kicked out of my house and being on the street. Like, yeah. I have a support system that uh, I take for granted, but I also no i shouldn't because uh there's some people where it's like if they don't have money and they don't make enough money they can't survive like you know it's literally survival and for me it's like a a matter of trying to be a big boy and like you know be not rely on other people absolutely Um, and that's where most of my world is but i even in my worst case scenario would be like if i failed and everyone in nashville was like screw you leave the town forever and you should die (laughs) i could go home to my you know like i have a backup a worst case which even that is such an extreme i think you and i both share the fact that we are well loved in nashville we have friends sure sure yeah Um, i don't think we would ever have to worry about being homeless right no yeah yeah so that's a, it's a luxury that not everyone has. So yeah. that's all that to say is like I have money stress, but it's mostly the stress of like like being stressed in school where you're like yeah. Well, some growing people see pains, it as man. yeah. You see it, you know that you with perspective, you know it's not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. But you want to do well and you want to push through whatever it is. Totally. Um, so yeah, so that's just been this week has been better, but uh, the last month has been one of the more stressful months money wise since I've been out of school, and it's just been weighing heavier so yeah man 
Um, I've been there. But yeah. So that's uh, that's the bigger struggles. Uh, yeah. What's one thing that's working for you? And then, then me, and then we're done. Um, I will. Or just talk, anything positive. Yeah. Anything positive. Yeah, man. Bad. I'll talk about the teaching thing real quick. Yeah. I guess I've been I've been mostly positive, but um, but with the teaching thing, I used to have this fear of like. Um, you know, I don't want anyone to know I teach because I I moved to Nashville to write songs and play sure. guitar and you know, if anyone sees how much I enjoy teaching, they won't take me seriously as right. a guitarist and a songwriter and you know, there may be some validity to that and teach their own, but but um I'm just trying to flip it lately towards gratitude cuz yeah. cuz I I'm I'm very very uh I'm very lucky and grateful to to get to do what I do on that level and, and so it's been cool the last few weeks to just like plan and prepare for this showcase uh, yeah. for my students um you know I booked a really fun coffee house and I'm hiring a video videographer and a sound guy and um I'm just going to do it up man yeah I'm just going to have fun and do my best at it um, yeah and then like you know when I'm in a when I'm in a songwriting session I'll do my best there and yeah. just trying to um worry less and 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 be a little more present I guess in everything. So the the teaching thing, man, I'm just excited about that. Yeah. And I'll, I don't care who hears it. Yeah. <laughs> like F the haters, there. as they say F in the Bible. Um, <laughs> Abraham, I think said Abram. that. Abram. Abram. Oh, it was before. Yeah. 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 the haters. Abram. Abraham was not so much into Bible that. Bible joke. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville. Yeah. I forget sometimes when the Bible Belt and most of the country doesn't know. About. It's funny because well, man, we're in the Bible from. Belt, but it's funny. I, I'm gonna say this, and you, you can cut it out if you say it. Too, say away. It's funny because we're in the Bible Belt, but it's amazing because I grew up in like a really religiously stout and and even yeah. devout home, and and I was raised on sword drills, which is a euphemism for um, memorizing scary. the Bible and oh, and, yeah. and reciting it quicker than your opponent, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the, and that's so the epitome of being a spiritual person. Oh my I know gosh. all the verses. I know all of them. Really I'll fast. Beat you. Really fast. Um, but it's funny because we're in the Bible Belt, man. But yeah. and maybe it's just Nashville. But it's it's funny how many people in the Bible Belt don't actually know the Bible. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. It's, it's not. Well, that's what I actually like about Nashville is it's like an eclectic. Group. So eclectic. I mean, it's and I do compare love that it too, yeah. to like New York City. It's not very eclectic, at least not in like Main Street. But. Um, it is. Um, it's nice once you get outside of the city. It gets real Bible belly oh, real fast. Yep, it's a very different culture. Um, and I, with my temperament, I think I need I need that eclectic kind of open minded space. Yeah. And and Nashville lends itself more to that in parts. Yeah, you still well, get. And you and I have talked about how just knowing the Bible doesn't doesn't do anything. Doesn't do the, anything for no. you. Um, you've got to you've got to. Accept it from a humble place and, and apply it correctly. Yeah, and, and like understand any, it correctly. And right, um, like any spiritual tradition, there's a core that you have to actually get involved with. It's not just head knowledge. It's easy to mix some things up. Head knowledge is almost it. Really, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna. No, man. No, I feel, this is for our listeners. This is normal. This is the foundation of Andrew and I's friendship. Right. I mean, we it's met pop up from time to and time. pretty much right away. We just started talking about. The things that no one else would talk to us about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So, it's yeah. Been and a, now our friend group will talk about them because they just finally came. We've worked on them, man. Yeah, so it's great. Deal with it. You, you'll cave one day too, one day. listeners. Um, this, uh, okay, I'll say one thing for me yeah, and then please. we'll wrap it up. But the, we'll usually, this will probably usually be anywhere from like 10 to 30 minutes. It'll be a lot, there'll be little snippets. It's not going to be like this long usually, but yeah, because we wanted to set it all up. But if you're still listening, thank you. And obviously you're glad it was this long. Yeah. And if you want (laughs) to shoot us 
if you have any ideas for this specific segment or for or anything, questions. Yeah. send us a question at booking at middleclassmusician.co. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, if you're ever trying to like check out our website, we have the, the, the usual URL is middleclassmusician.co. But if you're really lazy, you can also do mcmpodcast.com. And that'll bring you to the same website. So Absolutely. you'll be able to find the, all the all the things there. Um, but yeah, so uh, one thing that's working, yeah, for me right now, it's probably I'm excited about the four songs I did with Sorted Noise uh, because I was very happy with how they all turned out. Um, I felt like I wrote them all very specifically, stylistically, mm. and lyrically, and they all went where I wanted them to go in my head, but like better than. I would have just done on my own. Um, so I'm happy with the product and I'm happy with the potential they have and uh, happy that they're happy with them because that means they'll throw them around as much as they can. So uh, that's been a nice silver lining to not doing a lot of, not making as much money as I wanted, but I at least had a nice outlet for my artist stuff for the last mm-hmm. couple months. And now um, they all got finished up and they're out there and you never know what will happen. So yeah, that's been a, a nice positive. Absolutely. So, uh, that, yeah, that's it. Very cool. Well, for you guys may already know this, but be sure to follow Andrew and I on Instagram oh, and yeah. Twitter and all that stuff. Andrew, yep. what's your handle? Uh, mine or the show? Yours. Uh, mine would just be Andrew Galucky. Very cool. And yours is just... Bryce Elliott Kane. Mm, yeah. Gotta get that It's a bit much. A bit much. It's a little much. Uh, yeah. And then also... You can just follow anything middle class musician. If you go to mcmpodcast.com, we've got all the social links at the bottom, like any normal website. So. Oh, yeah. If you're not following that already, you're missing oh, out. missing out on so much. Holy cow. <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, we'll uh, talk to you guys then soon. And uh, we've got a few really cool interviews coming up, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to get those out to you guys, too. So be on the lookout. Peace out. Peace out.